This is Tatooine Sons, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the galaxy's greatest Star Wars podcasts, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Sabers Podcast, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadrons Podcast, Skyhoppers Podcast, The Nerd Room, San Diego Sabers Radio Podcast, Less Than 12 Parsecs Podcast, and Retro Inc. Podcast. Visit StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first step into a larger world. Welcome, Star Wars fans, to episode 66 of Tatooine Sons. This week, we're going to provide a public service to all fans attending Star Wars Celebration. We've got the latest in schedules, meetups, podcasts, and show floor news, along with all the info we can about the lottery system and some tips for first-timers. And of course, we'll break down the season finale of Resistance and give our hot takes. Execute episode 66. It's time for Tatooine Sons. It's true. It's true. What is the name of the Porg on the Millennium Falcon? The Force is strong in my family. What do you think his name is? (laughs) It's a big moment. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Maybe Turbis? Do or do not. There is no try. Turbis? <laughs> Pablo, if you're listening to this live stream, that pork's name is now Turbis. It's a good Star Wars name. We're not done yet. These guys record an awesome podcast called Tatooine Sons. Everybody was Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look into all things Star Wars. From the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt. I uh, choose Star Wars fans. Thanks for tuning in. And if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you're probably not freaked out about Star Wars Celebration. You're not caring at all about it right now. You're probably not even listening to this podcast. It's probably a safe bet. Good thing JG was there to come up with your chew this week. Yeah. Huh? Big it's, shout out to John Gregory Cars, one of our amazing Patreon supporters. Not only is that, but he gave us like half of our information, maybe more than that for tonight. So you get a producer credit, John Gregory. You're a producer of, Ex- of Tatooine Sons Star Wars podcast episode 66 thank you very much yes thank you and of course you can have star wars without bizarre father figures so on that note here's my dad the bowtie jedi guy so what's up gentlemen are we uh ready for uh three weeks from right now no no can you imagine three weeks from right now let's see it's uh what time is it right now here it is it's It's, uh, seven o'clock here so that's eight o'clock chicago time so we will have been in Chicago for like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. We've gotten checked into our hotel. We've been on the show floor. We've been hanging out with John Gregory, eating pizza. Any of our other Patreon supporters that want to come, we're going to be hanging out and eating some deep dish Chicago pizza. We're going to find a Garrett's uh, popcorn somewhere and get some of that Chicago mixed popcorn. Oh, yeah. We're going to be and we're going to be getting ready for the episode nine panel to start the next morning. Can you guys believe we're only three no. weeks away from this? We are not prepared enough for this. Are you excited about this? Yes, evening? I am. Are you a little disappointed or a little worried that we don't have our badges yet? No. A little, a little yes. Why? 
they're going to ship by Friday, and the eligibility is we're gonna if they do ship by Friday, then we're gonna get them delivered by Tuesday. And I don't under if I'm not mistaken, I don't think that they open up the lottery until like a week after that. Is and what I'm if they and if we don't, but we'll talk about all that a little bit later in the episode. But I get it. I'm stressed about it too, my Why friend. We're not, we not prepared. Enough. Not we do stressed. not have a plan. Oh, we're gonna get a plan together We've tonight, got to right here. But on the this problem podcast. is, is we don't have the small panels. We need the small panels. You just throw in. Yeah, you just squeeze spots. it. We'll we talk about, about that. that when we get to the tips and tricks section. All right, all right, all right. So it's my birthday in two days, and I want everybody it's to do it. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. We're doing Star Wars a thon. It's going to be great. I can't wait. That's why we're recording on Thursday night, not during the weekend, so that we can make sure I get all my Star Wars in all day Saturday. I feel like this isn't going to take all day. Well, let's see. So, 20 minutes times every resistance episode, right? Hold on. Five resistance episodes. So, that's like an hour and a half. Yeah. When you take into account, like, Nathan having to go pee and stuff like that, right? It's mom who needs to. Okay. So, anyway, that's an hour and a half. Hold on. It's almost... It's an hour and 40 minutes. So okay, so it's like, let's just say two hours, two hours for that. Everything. All right? Yeah. And then we've got at least 45 minutes for the Star Wars Battlefront D- to Resurrection DLC from what I've seen. 45 40? minutes. Just for the cutscenes? Yeah. For Dang. the whole thing. So that's 45 minutes. So now we're at two hours. Well, let's just say three hours to be safe. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then um, we've got two movies. We right? Two, two and a half and two hours and 20 minutes. So you've got about five hours for that, so we're at... Eight hours. Eight yeah, hours. See, I told you, it's going to be all day. Dang. Even Grammy's coming for part of it. Hi, Grammy, if you're watching, but you're not. But anyway, hi. She hi. could, though. She, she could. She's a she's a Patreon supporter. She can you watch this one. Did she join the group? I did invite her to the group, but I don't know if she understands groups. So Yeah, she probably didn't join. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, we got our buttons and some of our swag in. We got our buttons in. They're oh, pretty yeah. cool. I love them. You guys like the buttons? They turned out way better. Than but I want those sweatshirts. They're on their way. I'm not oh. wearing any Star Wars shirts for the next three weeks. Like Why? I know, right? Because I want them to know that they're all going to be washed. No, mom is on top of it. You don't have to worry about that at I'm all. I'm going to like wear I... three different T-shirts a day just because I've got all these fancy shirts I want to wear. <laughs> yeah, we got Star Wars. Was uh... I got my resistance shirt my Luke, my episode 8 crew shirt uh, my oh, Sabak shirt, shirt I have my Sabak shirt my um, Boba Fett card shirt uh, your Sabak shirt you got from the Star Wars Commonwealth gift exchange yeah, at the Christmas Secret Santa. right yeah I, I got all these shirts I'm gonna wear yeah, comic got... looking Darth Vader one from the Commonwealth of Exchange. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I haven't worn that. You haven't worn it. I've, I've worn the Sabak shirt once and then all the other shirts. I got I got Solo t-shirt and I wear it all the time mm-hmm. because cool. I'm a proud Solo supporter. I just so. don't want to ruin the shirts somehow. Yeah, so we're going to get uh, we're going to get our we've got hoodies and then we've got For some t-shirts. We may have some extra t-shirts that we're bringing with us. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Um to celebration different sizes that we may have for some people that deserve them that you know maybe have like executive producer credits on episode 66 or something like that wink 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 wink. that person's size wink ah yeah we do because he's gotten a lot of shirts from Tatooine Suns over the year so I know what sizes we're doing here so I'm pretty good Isaac Isaac we got his too and I know his size but I hope he. Well, he. Yeah. No, I hope he. Yeah, I don't know if he listens to this with Rick. 
And if he does, he's getting a gift. So yeah, we got something coming to you. All right, so uh, no ratings and reviews again this week. You know, come I mean, on, slackers, uh, guys. I'm just kidding. That was really weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need you guys to, to jump in on this and help us out. Nobody knows about our podcast because you guys aren't giving sharing us uh, uh, on the review side. So I'm just asking really, really nicely uh, for you. Give us your gosh darn reviews. Go to iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> Even if, here's the thing: if you're listening to this and you have already given us a review on iTunes, you know, jump on over to Spotify. Give us a review over there and uh, help us out on that side. When you put on that. Or do not. There is no track. Thank you, Yoda. Played, I played Weird, Al, Weird Al's uh, Yoda song. Yo, yeah. Uh, yo, 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 Yoda. I don't think I've heard that oh, one. You yeah, haven't heard that. I've that. heard the Saga Begins one, uh, but no, I haven't heard I, the Yoda one. I, uh, I played that at work today over the sound system for everybody. Did they like it? Uh, no. Why? They you should have done... I have control of the sound system. You should have so. done the saga, saga Begins. I did that yesterday. So, all right. Uh, uh, let's um, talk about... Uh, also, the first yeah. thing you see when you put in Tatooine on Spotify is Tatooine Sons. Well, that may be... Really? Are you serial? That's what I looked up on at youth and it came up. Wow, that's pretty cool. From a unbiased kind of kind of hoping that uh maybe they put Tatooine in episode nine. That would be kinda cool for us. So all right. I guess awesome. we should probably move on with our uh, show and maybe talk about next week's podcast poll of the week. Probably. Are you brainless? I never ask that question until after I've done it. What? No! All right, so last week we actually did have a podcast poll of the week. Oh, that's what? great. It took some time to do that. We had like 211 votes. That's it was kind of cool. Uh, we got 41 hours left while we're recording this, but, you know, people, you know. Whatevs. So anyway, it was really simple. It was based on our crazy theory that we had last week. Do you think it's possible that the sequel era content will converge in episode nine? You know, our theory last week was Battlefront 2, Resistance, Episode 9, Galaxy's Books, Edge. Galaxy's Edge, all that stuff coming together in one big happy family called Episode 9, which I still think is going to happen. And, we'll uh, talk about oh, that. Yeah, we'll talk about it during the Yeah, so anyway, 52% of the answers were yes, no, never tell me the odds, which I sort of prefaced as you want it to happen, but you don't think it's going to. Um, and then other comment below. Other didn't get any comments at all. So that was cool. Uh, yes, got 52%. Wow. We made an argument, folks, if oh, they listen to our podcast. That's true. So I think that, that people, people You're like convincing. that. Again. I can be very convincing, but that doesn't mean I'm right. <laughs> that is true. So uh, 35% said never tell me the odds. So it sounds to me like 87% would love for the crazy theory that Lucasfilm and Disney are trying to bring all Star Wars era, or sequel era content together in one st- storyline uh, in Episode Nine, uh, lots of people are excited about that. I think it's good. Thirteen uh, percent said no. So let's read what we'll share with some of the you guys. One percent said other comment below. But yeah, I don't even remember if they actually did comment below because I don't know what they voted. So anyway, share. Who's got the first one? Oh, hey, BB Nate. Here we go. Okay. This guy's name is some guy with <laughs> an emoji. I don't know what emoji that is, but... And his... Is that MonkeyBoy1138? That's our Twitter handle. Oh, I thought you were going to skip it. Sorry. All right. My bad. Come on, Dad. Go ahead. 
Okay, and he said, I think it could, but I'm not pinning any hopes that it will. I've been happy to the odd extended universe nods here and there, like Black Spire Outpost being mentioned in Solo, or Hera, Chopper, and the Ghost referenced in Rogue One. And then he uh, did another... He replied to he himself. replied to himself. He continued his thought. Did he, did he run out of characters? Probably I think so. so. And then he said, though part of me would still like the Colossus to be the main... Resistance base in episode nine. I think it's going to be like a resistance base. I agree with you, some guy, Monkey Boy Eleven Thirty Eight. All right, good job. Cool, very cool. Okay. All right, this next one is by Reed Star Wars at Reed Star. Wars. Hey. That makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And he me. said, "Sadly, I don't think it will, but I hope it does." I love to see characters from Resistance and Battlefront Two pop up. It'd be a shame not to see Kaz, Zaversio, or Shriv, especially Shriv. I need Shriv. Yeah, we all need Shriv. I love Shriv. Absolutely. He's like my favorite character in that game. A lot of fun. All right, and then we have Keith Keith Holman at the Tuna Mator. Tuna. It's at Tune. Like it's it's not Tuna. It's Tune, like the cartoon. Stay in your lane, bro. I, it sounds like tuna mater. Okay, tune i mator, like tune cartoon i mator. M, not na. Okay, anyway, uh, Keith Holman. The ending of the finale could go many different ways. That I guess he typed this before the finale. Makes sense. And some of those ways may not lead them to them returning with the remains of the resistance for a long while. But it'd be nice to see. I don't know. Maybe Keith had seen it before you uh, commented there. Wink, wink, spoiler I don't wink. know. Hold on. <laughs> spoiler alert. It is tweet. <laughs> Just kidding. It really yeah, didn't yeah, really spoil anything. Not, really. not enough. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess that that's going to pretty much do it for the, uh, you know, it was a good podcast poll. But yeah, it's decent. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've had better ones. We yeah. have. Or my you know, favorite like, reply, you know, or Brian Johnson replies or whatever. Yeah, we didn't, like, make Twitter break didn't, with this or, one. You know, didn't show up on an express.co.uk. Yeah, but express.co.uk. Maybe they'll be at a they, celebration. They have been rampant this week. Have I they? saw a few articles from them this yeah, week. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Ignore that. All right, well, we didn't get all our predictions right about the finale of Star Wars Resistance, but our broader theory still holds true. Let's head into hyperspace with our thoughts on No Escape Part 2 and what we predict will happen in Season 2 this fall. We have a mission for you. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. How do we blow it up? There's always a way to do that. Droid, please. Light it up. Right, No Escape Part Two. It was good. It was. It was uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, here's well, a sorry. Synopsis. Spoiler. Spoiler. All right. So in this episode, uh, it starts with Huck's spe- speech and Kaz learning that Hosnian Prime is destroyed. Kazuda and his friends re- rescue Captain Doze and Yeager from imprison- imprisonment. Kaz t- uh, tells Yeager and Doze what happened to his planet and. He- and Yeager tells him he is the best resistance spy, and they take out the First Order together. While Kaz and Tora help Yeager and Doza, the First Order decides to leave the planet immediately with Tam. Niku has an idea to get rid of the Stormtroopers by flushing them out through the submerged portions of the Colossus. Yeah, it was cool. Yeager and Kaz cut like off... like flushed the Stormtroopers down the Where, Where's the pumpkin head, dude? 
I know. Where's Opie Pit? Opie Pit. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Yeager and Kaz cut off Tierney, Pyre, and Tam at the First Order shuttle, but are cornered by remaining stormtroopers. They attempt to reason with Tam, but she chooses, chooses to side with the First Order, as she's still upset with them for lying to her this whole time, and then leaves the platform. As Niku gets the Colossus airborne, Agent Tierney and Pyre leave with Tam. Uh, Doza frees the aces and sends them out to defend the ship from First Order's TIE Fighters. Uh, the ship meaning the Colossus. Yeah, there wasn't like a, just a ship. It was, right, no. Uh, and it's big. It's, it's colossal. It was way bigger. Uh, it was way bigger than I thought it was. So yeah, it like it went cool. down. Anyway, um, Aunt it was Z, amazing, actually. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Lego. Oh. Anyway, Aunt Z and Hype Phazon return to help Doza and his crew protect the Colossus. While the Aces fight, the pirates show up to help in um, to help under the lead of Sonara. I'm sorry. That was weirdly phrased. Together, um, the Aces and the Pirates take out the First Order TIE Fighters. Yeager nearly gets down by Major Von Reg, but Kaz manages to shoot him down first, while a resurgent glass class Star Destroyer shows up. Unable to beat the Star Destroyer, everyone retreats to the hangar, and the Colossus jumps into hyperspace to meet up with the Resistance on Dakar. While in hyperspace, Ninka reveals that he failed to enter the complete co- coordinates to Dakar before jumping, so the crew have no way of knowing where in the galaxy they will be once they exit hyperspace. That's the part that gets to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, we may be uh, relatively close to Dakar or unfathomable light years away. <laughs> right. We have no idea where we're to be unfathomable light years away? It is in the unknown regions. That's true. So... All right, what, what, did, what, did, what did you, what did you like, Dad? What did, what was Spit it out, Spanky. I'm working on it. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Oh. I think the Colossus going into hyperspace was exactly as I predicted. Wow. Um, so, going to keep It was like 15 times bigger than I expected. Yeah. Um, um, I was just, I was super duper excited when they said they were going to Dakar. Yeah, I know. Because that, like, put us down that path of they're on their way to Dakar, they get to Dakar, and um, then they, you know, have to divert to go to Crate right. or something like that. But at the same time, the goal is not to get them to Crate. The goal is to get them to Batu because I am of the opinion that Episode Nine, the Resistance base, is on Batu. And so I need the Colossus. Well, and then here's the other thing: seeing what that ship was, yeah, it ain't it ain't the Col- the Colossus ain't the base on Batu. No. It don't fit that way. So yeah. you can't do that. But having them there, at least the resistance there, and letting that be present on Batu. I think that's it. Could be happen. like a mobile base, or like how yeah, it could be um, in, in like uh, like how Snoke used that um, the dreadnought, yeah. the mega, not the dreadnought. Make a big Star Destroyer thing that got cut in half. Anyway, um, it could be like that for the resistance. But anyway, I I thought it was amazing. I thought it was emotional. Um, I I don't I want I don't want to like steal anybody else's thunder, but it was like it was it was a very good episode. Good finale. What about you, Nate? I just thought that the whole episode was just one of their best. That honestly is just they do keep getting better. They do. Um, This one. I had a lot more packed into it than I thought it was going to. Well, you said it did, a lot needed to happen in 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they pulled it off. Yeah, they did. They got the pirates out of there. They met with Tora. They did all this kind well, of they stuff. They got the pirates into there. 
Right, that's what they're. They're I mean, on the Colossus. I mean, uh, the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers. They flushed them down the toilets. I thought that was fun. That was all. That was. That was they were, like fun flushing episode. them out and stuff that like was that. A fun part of the episode. I just thought that the whole episode was just all around one of their best. Very good. What did you think about it, Sam? Yeah, no, I I liked it. Um, I mean, yeah, I was kind of disappointed with the whole. Oh, I didn't have time to punch in all the coordinates, so we may not be at Dakar. Um, but I mean, I but guess that's like classic Niku, though, right? And I think it's so. just so there's some sort of cliffhanger at the end of the season. I mean, I know Tam leaving to join the First Order is a pretty big one, but let's talk about that because that was um, you guys. Didn't, you didn't want to really see that coming, did you? No, I didn't expect her to go. I did. I did see that coming, but I didn't want to. Mm. I mean, and it wasn't like they forced her to. She made that choice. Right, and that's kind of what I talked about last week. I kind of assumed that you only had really really two different directions based on where things were in the story for Tam to go in this. Either she's going to choose to side with the First Order, or the Yeager and Kaz were going to basically have to force her to stay with them against her will. Um, And so... Uh, I didn't think that I didn't think it worked with the story. I thought it would be too simple for her to suddenly at the last minute go, "Oh wait, first order's bad. Kaz and Yeager are good. I'm going to go back with Kaz and Yeager." That would have been the simple way to go. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been the best thing for the story. Either That's she's true. being forced against her will by Kaz and Yeager, or she's chosen to go with the first order. That's and true. obviously, uh, I got a know. bad feeling about this. Yeah, she chose chose to go with. With the first chose order. the wrong side. I know that's kind of sad, scary. Yeah. Who knows what that's going to turn into? Do we see her in episode nine as a bad guy? Ugh. That'd be kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. No. I mean, was there really anything you didn't like about the yeah. this episode? No, Opie bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did expect at some point we were going to see the uh, uh, Bebo's mama. Or Bebo the crack himself. The, 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 the the space cracking or whatever yeah, that thing true. was. I thought we were going to see that come into play. I don't think we'll see that anymore. That Unless theory's out of the water. Planet. Can't imagine they're coming back to yeah, whatever planet that is. So, anyway. Talk to you. But I missed OP Pit. I guess he's on there. So. Yeah, unless he got flushed out or something. I would hope not. I would really so. suck. Anyway. Hopefully he got his uh, scrubber back. Yeah. Yeah, now that they're not under first order control. Nate, was there anything you didn't like other than OP, no OP Pit? No, no, that was just about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of anything that I, I didn't really like, so... Um. Yeah. Any uh, any predictions for season two? No. <laughs> we have it's hard to know. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, in the in the in the long term, season two could end with them arriving at Batu. Yeah, maybe. But from what I'm hearing from, or at least reading from some of the show people involved, the runner showrunners and things like that, and the storyline that the next season really is about them evading the First Order um, while they're going through space, trying to hook up and meet with the Resistance somewhere. Mm. So I think that that what we're going to see in the next few episodes, or the next season, is this, you know, they come out of hyperspace, uh, maybe there's hyperspace tracking involved. Oh, that's right. I mean, we know the First Order has this ability. But they only first they only first learned about it in The Last Jedi, though. Right, but these things are happening concurrently. Oh, that's true. Right? So, yeah. you know, we could be seeing some hyperspace tracking happening in, in this. Um, we could get to the point where, uh, you know, you've got to deal with this I- idea that the, the pirates are on the Colossus. Have you guys thought about that? Mm-hmm. The pirates no, are the mean, bad I, guys. I, yeah, I know. For the Colossus, for everybody that's on the Colossus outside of really Kaz, 
And maybe Jaeger. These these pirates were the bad guys. That's true. They were the ones attacking them. Now they're on there. And so they've got to deal with the interpersonal stuff that goes along with that. That's going to be interesting. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Do you think that uh, prediction sure to go wrong? Give me Nate. Travis Porgy's going to show up. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's not going to happen. But That's um, a prediction sure to go wrong. It is sure to go wrong. No, prediction uh, for season two. Uh, does it end with them meeting up at the resistance at Batu? I'd like to. Prediction, not like. Prediction. Will it or will it not happen? Hmm. Yes. I wow. Think. Cool. Here's Thanks. a prediction sure to go wrong. Here okay. we go, a real one. Uh, the, I saw this, um, and I'm like, where did they get this idea from? They uh, arrive to a weird planet, and they find Ezra and Thrawn. I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard people talking about that, too. I don't, I don't like think that's going to happen at all. I don't like it. This just feels weird. I mean, I think that if you're, like, so, like, intent on... You have to have Ezra and Thrawn and Ahsoka in this series at some point in the future, uh, and Sabine, then, you know, at the end of, of Rebels, the final episode... Ezra and Thrawn get projected into the unknown regions that we don't know where. And now they're on their way in hyperspace to a place we don't know where. So you could make that leap. I could see that making that leap, but I don't think it's a good yeah, decision. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't like that. Just, yeah, no. Sam, uh, end of episode, or season two, do they meet up with the Resistance at Batuu? Uh, not at the end. I think it would lose... I think it, it would... It's tough because that would be at the end of season two would be well after um, episode nine has come out, right? Oh, oh, maybe it happens before the end of season two. It's got to happen. Like, I think it happens after the release of episode nine. So that way it doesn't spoil that. But not so long after that, it's like not a big deal. You know what I mean? Because... Because it's sort of like how Agents Does of Shield. Does it happen? That's what I was going Agents to explain. Kind of, its story would kind of flow along with the the movies at the time, and certain things that would happen in Agents of Shield, you'd watch and you'd be like, it didn't really make much of an impact at the time, and then you'd watch the movie that was coming out, and you're like, oh, that has a much bigger right. Impact. Like Age of Ultron you know? starts like right on the heels of the previous episode of Shield, right. You know, so why could I think they need to do something like that with resistance? So it can't be the end of the season, I don't think. That would be a really cool way to do it. Yeah. And just remember, this is Disney. Right. And they've done it. There's precedence. So it's possibility. I would love for that to happen. Uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Are we getting another Star Wars film in December of 2020? And Captain Marvel might have saved the day for Star Wars. And Secrets of the Empire could be paving the way for Vader at Star Wars Celebration. It's time for Hot Takes. This is where the fun begins. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news? Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. That's, is uh, that that's Gary Grievous Grievous's theme? I made, a, I made a hot take today. JG saw it as soon as I put it out. So today's the... the uh, anniversary of uh, the premiere of season three of the Clone Wars Tartakovsky's micro-series. 
Oh, yeah. Which it was mm-hmm. the 12-minute longer segments that happened at the very end, which basically was about the Battle of Coruscant and the kidnapping of Palpatine by Grievous yeah. and Mace, you know, doing all that. Yeah, exactly. All that I stuff. Love that and my hot take was that Tartakovsky's Grievous is better than the Clone Wars Grievous. Like what do you guys the, think? The, the TV new, series. The, oh, totally agree. Oh, yeah. he was way cool. He was scary. Remember I was the, terrified the of Grievous when I saw episode guy? three. When I saw episode three, I was scared to death of Grievous. Grievous doesn't scare me at all in, in the Clone Wars. He's not. I mean, that, it is a good show. But so was the other Clone Wars, Tarkovsky. Yeah. Was it is scary. I, I like that show. All right. So anyway, anyway. Uh, here we go. Game of Thrones creators. That's that Benny off of Vice guys. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Uh, they might reinvent Star Wars this year. Reinvent. That's what they're saying. So two of the biggest That's pop culture juggernauts. Game of Thrones, which everybody at my work everybody watches. Is, and everybody uh, for Celebration is trying to find places that are going to be showing the premiere of the That's new true. Season. What season is it? It's the final season. season. How many eight, seasons have they had? Eight or something. Seven or eight, yeah. Dang. So anyway, uh, why don't you just drop your bottle in the middle <laughs> of our recording? Do it. it fell out You're fired. Leave yeah, right now. Yeah. Now, BB Nate's the only thing that keeps this thing on the uh, <laughs> people true. listening. So, uh, Game of Thrones creator, I read that. Okay, two of the biggest pop culture juggernauts, Game of Thrones and Star Wars are joining forces. After Game of Thrones ends with its... Here we go. Here's the answer to your question, Samuel the Hutt. With its six-episode eighth season this May, showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are moving on to create several Star Wars films next. And rumor has it that the shoot... I think this was Star Wars Newsnet that broke this. The shoot begins this fall. Do they need extras? I'm in. Yeah, anyway. same. Although little is known about the films, the timeline is reportedly hundreds of years prior to the Skywalkers in Uh-oh. the Old Republic. So think something along the lines of Star Wars meets the Lord of the Rings. Woo-hoo! Samuel the Hutt, uh, I knew you'd like that. You have the floor, sir. All right. Well, I mean, I was never one to really get into the Old Republic just because I didn't have the time or the equipment necessary. Um, but I, I would watch the cinematic trailers, and by the way, those things are gorgeous. They've came out, they came out years ago, but they the look, cinematic trailers yeah. are amazing. Yeah, um, and you know they're just a lot of fun to watch. And so I've always been interested in the premise of the old public. I mean, it's awesome. The older technology where there was a Sith Empire, you know, so there weren't just two Sith. I mean, and, and just the whole story of it was really interesting to me. So, and I love Lord of the Rings. So to see a Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. You know, mixed, I like it. I'm a little cautious just because I don't want, I don't know. I don't, I just want it to be, it could do really well if they can pull it off. It's, it's, I feel like it's, it's risky, but I, I, knowing these guys and what they work on, you know, with the Game of Thrones, I think they can pull it off. And the, what they work on part worries me. The Game of Thrones. Um, uh. Yeah, um, a Lord of the Rings esque um, Star Wars version. The cinematic trailers can get a little violent. Uh, it, it's there can like the they're not two that bad, brother. Actually. Yeah, but the two brother cinematic trailer. It's not that bad. I just watched it. But I'm just saying that if they go with it for a live action, I'm worried it's going to be a little bit not. I mean, it may be R-rated, but I don't think that they would go there. I'm I, less worried about the R-rated about violence, and more worried about, because Game of Thrones, they get 
they can get. I mean, we've never watched it, but they've get. There's like full on nudity scenes. There's full on sex scenes, right? So, I feel like I don't think they'll go there with Star but Wars just because that's not Star Wars' thing. But I think it would if they did it, it would be there would be a horrible backlash. Oh yeah, I, don't I think especially it's I think it'd be there'd be a horrible backlash if it was rated R just for violence. Um, so I think it'll stay in the PG thirteen realm. It'll be just fine. It'll stay. Star Wars, you know, it won't be too violent. There, I don't think they'll have any unnecessary sexual stuff because that's just no, unnecessary. Star Wars will always stay in the PG thirteen or below realm. I I hope on I TV four TV fourteen at the very most probably it'll never go TVMA. It'll oh. never go. Um, it's not gonna. I think honestly, we talked about this in a, uh, probably about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this on our show, um, but. The reality is the MCU suffered because of bad choices when it comes to that. Right. I mean, we stopped watching a lot of their shows because uh, it was it was TVMA. I mean, that was part of the reason We lost we... interest in the MCU. Right. I mean, we still watch the movies, but we don't, we don't watch S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. Much. We don't follow it as much because it became, it became not just so big with Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. What are the, the other stuff? Punisher. Punisher. And, what was the other? Iron Fist. Iron Defenders. Fist, all that stuff. The Defenders. But it became it became something that we couldn't watch together. Right. And when it became something that we couldn't watch together, we stopped watching it altogether. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, um, you know, I don't think that we're going to have that problem with it. But, but let's talk about the idea of maybe an Old Republic that, style. Yes. That would um, be. Lord of the Rings feel. Do you want it to be... You know, have the same look and feel of a regular Star Wars movie, like the 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 uh, sequel tri- or prequel trilogies, like the the Re- the Republic there. Or do you want it to be more raw, less refined, uh, less? You know, the lightsabers not as intense. The Force maybe be more out of control. People using the Force in what and crazy or different? Yeah, like more more of the the mythology of the Force. Right, like in the Lord of the Rings, where they're still discovering a lot of the stuff that's being used. Yeah. Yeah, I like maybe that. people maybe veering into the gray more, right? Because they, they don't. There's not these distinct lines. Maybe right. this is where we see the founding of the Jedi Order. This is where we see the founding of. Yeah. Um, I hope like uh, the, the different Sith orders, like, like the Jedi, the Sith, and all that stuff. The Sith are like, like I forget what they're called in Lord of the Rings. The Wraiths. Orcs. No. no, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, kind of like the Wraiths, and, like, I'd like to see the different orders, and, like, they're kind of... Oh, so you're so, so you got, you also like the, the, from, you know, you had the, you had the Hobbits and the Dwarfs and the Elves, and the the Kingdoms of, like, the the Stewards of Gondor, and and the, the, sort of that, that jockey position, and and the rivalries between the Dwarves and the Elves, and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting to see. Um, This is what I was, I was hinting on a minute ago. The, the reason why it's tough to do, to, um, pull off, and this is the case when you pull anything from Legends. Is how much do you re- do you keep it similar to the old story, but how much do you keep fresh? You know, because if it's exactly like the old story, a lot of fans will be happy, but it'll be unbelievably pre- predictable. But if it's not enough, yeah, like no, the I don't old think story, that they can do that. It's it's very. I think that if they go down a path that that is a nod to. The Knights of the Old like Republic. Like said, in the same era, a lot of the same technology. Even same, some of the same characters. 
they've shown they can do it, but do it fresh and unique mm-hmm. with what they've done with Thrawn. Thrawn was the most, the, the biggest, the the most over um, shadowing character from the Legends universe, uh, from Heir to the Emperor, the Thrawn trilogies, all that kind of stuff. And for um, for them to bring Thrawn back into the the canon, but do it from a different perspective, um, that was you know that's that's how they can pull this off. Right. All right. So, okay. Okay. Um, why the success of Captain Marvel is terrific news for Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, the blowout success of Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Reggie the Cat movie. Reggie the Cat. Goose. It's, it's Goose, but I think the cat that acted was Reggie. It actually, in the first trailer, I'm pretty sure it's, or at least in the concept, I'm pretty sure that Goose the Cat's name was actually Chewy. Chewy, that'd be cool. Uh, anyway, the blowout success of Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Reggie the Cat movie means yet again that the trolls had no effect on the film's public reception. Which I think is important to note. Yeah. It's what, the 11th? Because they've been saying for months now that Solos bombed because of the boycott, which had nothing to do with it. It was terrible marketing and bad timing. Um, Anyway, what the internet thinks about something, especially when it's merely a handful of tweets or Facebook posts, uh, isn't indicative of the general movie-going populace. If it were, Mad Max Fury Road would have cleared $400 million global, and Bohemian Rhapsody wouldn't have an Oscar-winning $878 million grossing smash. What this also means is that the folks over at Lucasfilm, especially Kathy Kennedy and J.J. Abrams, can breathe a sigh of relief. Do you guys think that the um, success of Captain Marvel is a good thing for Star Wars when you see what happened with that. What do you no, think? yes. I feel like it was mainly from the Rotten Tomatoes side, the, just the bad reviews and bad want-to-sees and all those kind of things that were already from way before Episode Eight, And then they removed all that kind of stuff, and it really died down a lot. Although I didn't really notice They've it They've been cracking down on it a lot. They time. have. They've been getting it really... They've been taming it down. I think it's been getting better on the fan side. At least in the Marvel point of view, we'll see what happens when uh, the Star Wars starts to really vamp up. But I think that it is good news. What about you, Sam? Yeah, no, I, I, um, I definitely think it's good news. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but, you know, Ryan Johnson went to Twitter talking about the audience score and how... You know, Captain Marvel got ripped by the audience. Yeah, and a horrible audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And so did The Last Jedi, but it's Rotten Tomatoes was amazing it's for The Last Jedi. Same, score. Right, yeah. and same for um, Captain, you know, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel right. And he basically just said that, um, you know, a bad audience score is just a new certified fresh. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, the lower the audience score, the better the movie. Right. Uh, so you, you can't really... Wow. Uh, you can't really trust um, the audience score on movies that especially Star Wars and certain Marvel movies. It's just, go see the movie yourself, all right? People rely too much on the Rotten Tomatoes, which, and we've fallen into this trap before. Um, you know, they've like, oh, man, it's got a bad Rotten Tomatoes. It's got to be, you know, I can't like the movie. We watched movies all the time that have a horrible Rotten Tomatoes score, but we love the movie, you know? Right. So just go watch the movie. If you don't like, like it, what you like. like and don't have to right. worry about whether or not Rotten Tomatoes agrees with you. Exactly. And I, and I do not think that any there was ever a chance that Episode Nine was not going to smash records. Um, does it do Force Awakens level? 
uh, Avengers Infinity War level I money. Think so. I don't know. It's the end of the Skywalker saga. Um, I think it could happen, uh, but I think it's going to do at least Last Jedi level. Okay. And everyone that's thinking that boycott episode nine or whatever that garbage is going to be uh, is just going to be made to look pretty foolish. Yeah. Um, and it's so just like the trolls uh, were saying about Captain Marvel, there are people that are literally going online and writing articles and blogs and stuff claiming that Disney is actually forcing their employees to buy tickets to go buy to see the movie and and like uh, creating fake box office. Uh, uh. Uh, takes in order to pretend like the movie's and doing better. And they pay people like us to... Pay to people like what us. Was to, the, what was the Yeah, the shill term? is the word. Shill? Yeah, anyway. we're shills. Yeah, we're not. Where's my paycheck? I mean, John Gregory is, but um, we're not, so... Wait, JG? JG's a, a shill. He gets paid by Disney. We know it, so... Uh, um, yeah, makes sense. It does, so... Just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, right, moving on. Moving on, uh, all right. Vader Immortal, the Star Wars VR series episode one. <sighs> Details to be announced at Star Wars Celebration. Impressive. Uh, going to go broke. Yeah, ILM X Lab will be hosting an in-depth discussion about the upcoming highly anticipated virtual reality experience, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series during Star Wars Celebration in Chicago in April. We're going to talk a little bit more about this later. But the panel will take place at the event's main stage on Friday, February or April 12th, uh, 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, where core members of the series' creative team will discuss key details about the first episode. Key details? Key details. During the discussion panel, attendees will get a first look at the original series coming to the new Oculus Quest VR headset. It's a new one. It's yeah, $400. Wow. That's actually not that much. Yeah, it is. And well, actually... PSVR was 350 Yeah, but it's a PSVR, so... Well, and yeah, this, this is, is 400 and this is way better. And also, there's no cords whatsoever. No console, no box, no anything, no... It's all... No so it's like system. Ready Player One level. It is. Pretty exactly close. Exactly, just like Ready You can't walk one. around and stuff. You just have to have your phone to pick the game that you want to play. Wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, Vader Immortal, anyway. a Star Wars VR series, will transport players... To Vader's home on Mustafar, <gasps> where they'll have the ability to wield a lightsaber and fight the Dark Lord himself. The, ser- <gasps> the series will be canonical. Can't, you can't, It'll be canon, which is bizarre to me. <gasps> and will be taking place between Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and Episode 4, Ooh. New Hope. The story of the series is set up by the events of Star Wars Secrets of the Empire, developed by ILM X-Lab as a location-based VR Experience location based. That's what it says. No, it's all happening on Mustafar. That's the yeah. location. That, um, so Thoughts? saber. Did they say it was going to be based off of Secrets of the Empire? Yes. Yeah. You think it's that saber? At the end of Secrets of the Empire, the dark they saber? opened no. They opened the up saber. a box. It looks like the Kyber. Okay, so we did. So Secrets of the Empire is a void experience. Uh, They've got several of them in the country. We went to one outside of Disneyland in Anaheim and did it. It was amazing. Um, And so it's a storyline, which interestingly enough. It was canon. It was canon, but it includes Cassian as your. He like gives you the. So we know the timing. We know the time frame. It's not. It's going to be Fort Rogue One. It's not uh, Dark Lord of the Sith. Uh, Charles Soul right era. It's taking place right after Secrets of the Empire, which is Cassian era. Uh, with it, would it be interesting to see the Cassian series integrate uh, into this this experience? Yeah. In each episode. Does this not sound like what we've been talking about for the last few weeks on this thing? 
Disney is trying to get it all, bringing it together. They're trying to merge this is it. MCU all. level stuff. This here. is this is better than unbelievable. MCU. But I'm so excited. So, so what are you saying about this lightsaber? So if you and this is a totally far fetched thing, but the way that Cassian described it in Secrets of the Empire and the way it looked looked like the Kyber saber from <laughs> the Freemaker Adventures. That's right. Where it is um, very powerful. The blade is made out of kyber crystals. The blade is made out of kyber crystals, and it can slice planets in half. I don't know if it'll be that powerful. I don't think it will be. Um, But in the series, the whole mission is to destroy it and all that kind of stuff. But And that means that Freemaker Adventures would not be canon because of Secrets of the Empire, with it still being there at that point. Interesting. Um, So... It may be a kyber saber. I don't know. It may just be Luke's saber. Or you may just be using a lightsaber. You may be just some dude or a Jedi who decided, all right, I've had enough of this Darth Vader guy. I'm going to track him down and kill him. And and, obviously, that doesn't end well for you because um, you're a Jedi and you're going up against Darth Vader. But um, I, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really, we're get. we gotta get it. We gotta get we the $400 thing. The $400 thing. Y'all are crazy. You we gotta get it. it. I ain't paying for nothing. No, I'm not well, I never it. said you were. We just gotta get it. I already bought you a $500 VR yeah, headset. Whatever it was. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Alright. But this one does Star Wars. It does do Star Wars. Even more so than that X-Wing thing you did. Alright, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like we said earlier, Star Wars Celebration is less than three weeks away. I can't even find a sound effect that fits. You um, just need that R2-D2 screaming, you know? Yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> uh, we don't have our badges, but we are finally, finally starting to get finally. a schedule. Finally. And we've got as many details as possible, along with some tips for first-timers next. Rebellions are built on hope. If you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people. I find your lack of faith disturbing. So we're gonna I break this. You, okay, I think you every time we start the main topic, you after the intro plays, you go, "All right, all right, every time, all right, all right, all right, every time." It's all right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> all right, anyway, all right, all right. All right. All right. All right let's go. So uh, the, we're gonna we're gonna break it down. I've got I've got this into like some different segments. So we've got like know, a schedule stuff it. to start. All right, and, and hold I'm on, we'll talk about I'm it. I'm already. All right, I'll talk about. It. We're gonna talk about main panel stuff first. We're gonna talk about some of the podcasts. Um, and some of the stuff they're doing, some of the meetups. What? Huh? What? My my, my USB starting to get unplugged. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. You good? You're plugged in. We good? We good? We good? All right. So anyway, uh, we're gonna talk about main panels, podcast panels, some of the meetups, and potentially what we're gonna try to do with that, uh, which is getting more challenging. Thanks a lot. Read pop Star Wars and JG. Thanks a lot. Well, no, John, he gave us the <laughs> yeah. news, Thanks, so that JG. helps. It's not his fault. Uh, lotteries and cues. We're going to talk about what that means. Uh, some of the new stuff that's happening with the show floor, and then we're going to talk about tips. Are we good? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So we finally know what our opening date, uh, our opening panels of each day are. That's the fun one. 
Okay, that's the hard one to plan. Out. And we've known a couple of these already, but now yeah. we've got the we've got the big panels set up right now. Mm-hmm. We've got the episode nine panel opening the day on Friday. For, Which is these unusual. are the opening panels are always eleven to twelve, roughly. They said that they mostly right, go right. along, but they start at eleven. So we have on Friday we have the episode nine panel. On Saturday we have Galaxy's Edge. They're putting at the top of the bill that day. I think that's interesting. Sunday they have the Mandalorian. We're going to go to church that day. Uh, Different kind of church. Um, And Monday we knew about this one, the Phantom Menace. So I don't know why they didn't put the anniversary panel like they did last year as the first panel. Because everybody's coming to Star Wars Celebration to see the title, which we still don't know, and we won't. Uh, and, they, and we won't until Celebration. Yeah, and then um, the trailer. And then we're going to find out whether or not Mark Hamill's actually going to be there. So they haven't announced People are yet. saying that he is, and I don't think that that's his style to not go. He may have other obligations. He's doing this History Channel TV series now. And Do what? It's like, so you don't know about that? It's like, I don't yeah, remember what it's called. I vaguely we should check it. it out, though. Is it Morgan Freeman's? No. No, no it's like, it's like he's like a wizard? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's like some History Channel, like... It's sort of like they're Vikings. I really want to check it out. If we, if we we've, have, got to, we've got to watch it because of, of Mark. Uh, of Mark. But anyway, okay, so anyway. episode 9 panel on Friday. We're definitely trying to get into I it, I wish right? I had a pen so I could mark this. No, we, we can do this later. Okay. Uh, Galaxy's Edge panel? Yeah, on, on Saturday, I think on Saturday we may have a challenge with that. We'll come back to that. Sunday, the Mandalorian panel. We gotta make it to that. And then Monday, the Phantom Menace panel. Okay. All right. So here's what we've got. We've got so challenges. We prioritize here. here. So Friday, um, episode nine panel definitely. We're oh, going that's definitely. Oh, yeah, that's okay. The, like, and then no that afternoon, they're doing the Vader Immortal Which, panel from one thirty to two thirty. Did you read the full about. article? Of the Vader Immortal. No, do no. we have more Vader Immortal discuss, discussion now? After the panel, you'll be able to play. Oh, it'll be that way the rest of the day. Or the rest of the con, the con they said. You'll be able I mean, That's going to be tough to get into, though. What? Being the line to play it? Yeah, you're going to be able to play it. Anyway, that's cool. Um, I say on the first day, definitely episode nine. If we can make it to Vader Immortal that afternoon, that's cool. If not, I'm not going to be hard. Just try to find some just, time to play like, it when you yeah. can. That's, I mean, if we can make it to the All right, so here's the challenge that we've got. So, Saturday, you've got Galaxy's Edge from 11 to 12, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then 1245 is the Rebels wow. panel. 1245 to 145. I'm not sure if that one's going to have a lottery. If it doesn't have, like, a, pan- a lottery Rebels. to get into Rebels, do we skip Galaxy's Edge to make sure we get into the Rebels panel. Can you imagine us going to Star Wars Celebration and them having a Rebels panel and us not I going to the Rebels panel? Yeah, I think you're right. We'll, it'll, we'll miss out on the Jedi Fallen so Order thing. So, in a week, but... when they come out with the lotteries, we got to check that. That's like... Of course, so basically, you guys listening to this and watching this later on, if you're watching this on YouTube, we're just doing our con prep right here. Pretty much. So just, but you, this, you know, is, just, this is not the you know, full Go get a soda if you need to, unless you're interested in this. This but. is not the full con prep. We still have a ton of other panels. Well, we'll talk about that when we get anyway, to Tim. So I think on Saturday, we got to prioritize Rebels, which means Fallen Order's out because, because it, goes it starts before Rebels. Rebels is over. I know. So while that sucks, we can look up the news later. And then Galaxy's Edge, I'm excited, but... We but you're not going to actually... I mean, Galaxy's Edge is just a... It's not even the experience. 
It's no. probably going to be like the quarterly intake that they're going to No, no it's going to be awesome, but I don't think it's going to be anything life-changing. I mean, while yes, both of those panels, Gox's Edge and Fallen Order, are going to give us new information. Okay, so let's talk about tips here, because this is what we're doing right now, so I want to explain what we're doing. We good? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, one of our tips for the people that have not previously been to Star Wars Celebration that we learned when we went in 2017 is you're just never going to have the opportunity to do everything that you want to do when you see when the schedule comes out. And it gets frustrating when you do that. So what you have to do is you have to find your one big thing every day not that you're going to go out of your way to do whatever you can. If that means you're waiting in line at midnight like I was, we're going to get into that. Which right. we're all old enough to basically do that. Now. No, don't tell mom next. She doesn't believe you. Um, so Friday it's the episode nine panel. Now we're not going to have to wait in line on that. We'll talk about that later. They won't do wait in lines. So it looks to me like either we get into it or we don't. Um, Do they have overflow? Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Uh, on Saturday, we're, we're just basically saying everybody else can go to Galaxy's Edge and follow an order. We want to go to Rebels. Because it's our thing. Because Rebels is our thing. But why are they having a Rebels panel? I mean, I know that the season series ended last year. Well, I don't know. But the, the, at Comic-Con, they did a Clone Wars panel, and they announced some crazy thing about Clone Wars. I'm hoping that, that they announced some crazy thing about Rebels, like something to do with Ezra and Sabine and Ahsoka and Thrawn. But anyway. <clears throat> and JG's thinking, now they've already said they're not going to be announcing a new series or anything like that. But I think that we get maybe get books or we get some kind of an announcement about Ezra yeah. on that. All right, Sunday morning. Now, here's the It's interesting. You have a chance to go to two things. Yeah. The Clone Wars panel is going to be off the hook to try to get into. Uh, People are going to be nuts about that thing. But you get Because it's the Clone Wars. And you want to see the first episode. To see the first episode of uh, what about The Mandalorian? Do you want to go to that and see if they do the first episode of The Mandalorian? Heck yeah. Heck you try to pull I, off yeah. both I, of those okay, on so Sunday? We're going to both. We're going to try to go to both. That's so, okay. So, for those listening to it, basically, The Mandalorian is the first panel, 11 to 12, and Clone Wars is from 3.30 to 4.30 in right. the afternoon. So, I say um, our non-negotiable... What do you think our non-negotiable is? Our non-negotiable panel is definitely... For me, I think it's Mandalorian. I yes. I okay, have so, to that. definitely go to The Mandalorian. And then if we can make it to the Clone Wars, we make it to the Clone Wars. We should, since we have plenty of time, we should really try to go out of our way to get to the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a chance to, but we definitely have to make it to the Mandalorian. Now, here's the challenge that I have with this, and it's it's bothering me, all right? What? Um, the Clone Wars, we were going to try to do a, a meetup on Sunday afternoon for quarter oh, six. right. We can't now. Because all those kids are going to want to go to the Clone Wars panel. That's true. All right? So we can't make people try to skip. Right. They're not going to pick not, us that's over the Clone Wars. Yeah, no. And I don't blame them because I'm not going to pick us over the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Clone Wars. Right. So um, so we'll have to figure that. We'll talk about that later. Monday, we knew about the Phantom Menace at 11 to 12. Which is? Is the big one. I think that that's where we get the – I think the reason it's Monday is because they want to hold off the announcement of the Kenobi movie until the last day. And actually want to make weekend. the last day. Important. And they're doing it on a weekday so that it hits the news cycle. It's not Saturday oh, or Sunday. Good. It's hitting on the news cycle. Okay. So uh, that's what I think. But um, Resistance is from 1.30 to 2.30. Our flight leaves so at like 5.30. What's our non-negotiable though? Oh, Phantom Menace is oh, non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the challenge: Do we try to let, make our flight leave later in the day on on Tuesday on Monday, in order to make sure we have a chance to see the resistance panel? Because mom asked if we want to. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Okay. It's more time in celebration, though. And like, also, this is the resistance panel. This is the panel that most of us, if not just me, I've been wanting to see this panel just specifically to what happens. Because they're probably... Right, cause they're first, just, yeah, because at least we'll know more about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we'll at least know more about season two, right. if not the first episode. Okay, so that's the main panel. So, so we kind of walked through that. That's a, a train wreck for those of you listening for the most part. Sorry. But, all right, um, so we, 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 we got it mostly done. All right, so let's talk about these different podcasts that are going to be out. These are just a handful. There's a lot more podcasts doing uh, stuff. And I even left one off, and I wanted to make sure I got it on there. You know, it's, it's funny, though. Before, like last year, I would have not recognized none of these names. But now... I recognize most of them. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. It's, a lot. it's pretty cool. All right. So on Friday, there's a, from at uh, 12 o'clock is the Sky Talkers podcast. Great podcast, but probably not one of our priorities that day, no. especially with, um, you know, everything going on with, it kind of sucks for them if you want to know the truth. Yeah. Uh, because the episode nine panel, like, doesn't get over till 12. That sucks for those guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Man, yeah, a lot a, of them are going to miss Vader Immortal. This is madness. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. All right, Target's Top Shelf. Uh, they're going to be on there at 2. So if you're at Vader Immortal, you're going to be missing out on Tarkin's Top Shelf. But then you got some, you got a couple really good ones. We've actually been directly invited by Beyond the Outer Rim, asked to come to theirs. Oh, dang. Um, Why and, not? We're not. And yep. uh, Skywalking Through Neverland, that's an important one for us. I don't yeah. know if you guys are No, no I, don't, I, know. I don't remember that. Well, they're, they're like a kid-friendly, right. like family-friendly, kids-driven uh, one. They got like special seats at the, Ham, at the Mark Hamill uh, uh, Walk of Fame. Really? Thing. They were there. We never saw them, but we were <laughs> in the back trying to peek through, screaming at Ryan Johnson, asking why he had made Turbo's Cannon yet. Oh, yeah. But that was like, you guys realize that was a year ago this week? Really? Yeah, it was a year ago this week because this is my birthday week. And we went so that means that. that was a year ago this week for Secrets of the Empire. Yeah, that's true because we went to, oh, yeah. uh, that was my birthday present. So we went to the Mark Hamill thing huh? and then we went to that, that Chinese, or Chinese, where'd that come from? You went yeah, to that Hold on. on the mind? Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. Yeah. That Italian restaurant. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Mancino's um, or something like that. Wasn't the waitress high? I don't, yeah, I think so. Anyway, that was, that was um, that's, that's probably not something to share on the, on the show. Um, she was totally out of her mind. She had been smoking weed in the back. You could tell. She was like, <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Like your shirt. I love your shirt. We were the only people in the restaurant, and I don't think she expected anybody to come in. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, but that, yeah. So, so we saw that during my birth for my birthday. That was my right, birthday right. gift that year. Well, anyway, so last year. So. Anyway, moving on. Uh, but yeah, Skywalker. Okay, so Saturday, uh, twelve o'clock. Let's see what do you have around here. That I, I want to go to the unmistakably Star Wars. But, one, but I'm not going, going to. to the unmistakably Star Wars one yes. because it's from twelve. To it's twelve o'clock and we're going to be going to the rebels panel at twelve forty-five. Yep. So yeah. that's it, it, right. that, but, okay, but if that one has a lottery, what if Star Wars Rebels say has a lottery and they hold our place in line for that? No, because I think you have to be in line to get a good seat, and we're going to get a right. good seat. Okay. Um, that afternoon, the Canon Cantina. I'm not even familiar with them. Um, at two Sorry. and the Force Cast. Um, at 3 p.m. Forecast is a great podcast, but based on the schedule and stuff, I'm not sure. Maybe we can swing by the Forecast. That's not Force Center. If it was Force Center podcast, we'd be going. Right. Sunday, it's interesting because we've got the Mandalorian at till 12, and then we have Coffee with Kenobi at 1. Um, that was going to be a tough one to get into. That's one of the big That's boys. like the one like, right underneath. We were, we were at the Mandalorian Mercs uh, panel 
um, two years ago, and the Collider. Right, which is at 2 o'clock on and Sunday. And there was a line. Oh, yeah. We got out there, and there was just these people, like, staring at us. But it was funny, because we were like, what's this for? Yeah. Yeah, and we were all like, "Maybe it's for Collider." Yeah, it was. It was for the Collider one, but we uh, just didn't recognize. So how you know, that was you know, one PM. It seems to me like they decided their schedule for Sunday was sort of built around making sure that everybody that wanted to go to the Coffee with Kenobi and Collider Jedi Council podcast had a had the opportunity to do that without missing the Phantom Menace or the Star Wars Resistance panels. Do you see how they did that? You mean, You've got Phantom Menace from 11 to 12. Wait, wait, you mean Mandalorian and Clone Wars? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. So you have Mandalorian from 11 to 12, and then you have Coffee with Kenobi at 1, Collider Jedi Cancel at 2, yeah, then you have Clone Wars at 3.30. Yeah. It's like they're saying, let's make sure that the ones, everybody wants to go to those, so let's make those um, and make, make say, so people can do it. Up, so if, what if, say, people want to go to the Coffee with Kenobi and the Collider Jedi Cancel, like you're saying, can people just go in, line up for the coffee with Kenobi, stay in there for the next podcast panel? Or, or do no, I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to make everybody line up again. Because remember, we like you were saying, we were at Mandalorian Merck's panel, and the one in that same room after that was Collider Jedi Council. We were hoping we could just sort of stay in the room for Collider Jedi Council. They made us leave because the line at the it convention was center was wrapped around this hallway forever to get into the Collider Jedi Council. All right, so that's that. So that then room was tiny. Yeah, there was, it was tiny. All right, so there's a couple good meetups uh, that are going on Friday. Uh, if you're a member, if you're you know listening to this, you're probably very familiar with the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. There's a meetup Friday, uh, April twelfth, uh, that evening from six p.m. It says till one a.m. or whenever they decide uh, to finish at the Motor Room. Mortar, mortar, row, impressive. No. Every word motor. in that sense was Motor Row Brewing Company, um, and it's on South Michigan Avenue. It's right by the thing. The problem is, it's for twenty-one and older. So I'll go and I'll get some beer. And I don't even drink beer. I think beer is nasty. But anyway, um, but yeah, you go. I'll go, and you guys can just go hang around and walk around the streets of Chicago. Is that cool? Uh, not Chicago. We'll <laughs> on the show floor. <laughs> Uh, no, you're not. Show I'm not going to. I'm not you're going. not? No, I won't go to it without you guys. So. Oh, why not? Uh, but then Saturday night, we are going to one. Uh, Saturday is April 13th. Uh, that evening, starting at 7.30 p.m., well after the day's festivities have ended, is the Coffee with Kenobi meetup. And there's a bunch of the top podcasts that yeah. are going to be there, including us. And it's going to be at the Hyatt Regency at McCormick. And we expect to see you guys there because we can be there. That's on South. Yeah, just, probably flow just find the Hyatt Regency right by the convention center. That's cool. where that is. So. Now, here's the challenge. We had planned on trying to do a meetup that was family-friendly. We've been researching it. JG, our buddy here, has been researching it. And we haven't found any other family-friendly meetups. And people seem to be pretty interested about the family-friendly idea or or us putting on a meetup. So we found a place. It was in a a local um, pizzeria right across the street from the convention center. It's like Oprah's favorite pizza. And it's got deep dish and it's awesome. And it was going to be like 10 or 15 bucks a person, uh, include pizza and drinks. And we were going to do a live show. And the only time that they have available at that location is from 4 to 6 p.m. On Sunday. On Sunday. And that's not going to work because you got the Clone Wars panel. Yeah. And we don't even want to go to our own meetup if there's a Clone Wars panel. Because <laughs> right. so, it's the Clone Wars panel, for, like you said, for kids, is a very important panel. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so we got to find a different location at a different time. 
to make this work. So we're working on it. We're trying to come up with some ideas. Uh, there is a place, but I think it's like a uh, you know five minute drive, which is like a twenty five minute walk. That makes it a little bit less possible, um, and it's just hard for us to try to do. Uh, but we're going to see what we can do in the next few days and and pull that together. All right, so let's move on and talk about this. Uh, the real news that came out today. So I haven't read much about the slaughtery thing, so we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, I've only heard a little bit about it. Yeah, so here's the deal. All right. I'm going to try to break this down without it being overly legalese because there's two different versions that have come out. The official one was released today. My understanding is it matches up with this more simplified version uh, that I'm going to read. Uh, gosh, and then I'm, I'm looking on the website where it is, and it says we're 19 days, 21 hours, 46 minutes, and 15 seconds away from Star Wars Celebration. Wait, we're what? 19 days, 21 hours, 46 minutes. I was like, 19 days? That's less than three weeks, though. Right, and 21 hours because of midnight in yeah. Chicago or whatever. So, all right. Oh, my Lord. All right, so here. Anyway, uh, Star Wars Celebration. Uh, let's see. So they've got these um, this Q... Uh, mobile app situation. So they're going to have everybody go and get this their mobile app, um, and they have to sync up their, like, scan and register their badges when they get them, which we don't have our badges yet. And I don't know why y'all are getting worried about it. It's going to come soon. I keep checking the mail every day. Yeah, I know you do. So Too much, probably. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so they're going to have you sync them up, all right? So you don't, you never have to wonder whether or not you're going to get into a panel, is what it says. There's this light speed virtual panel reservation system on the Star Wars mobile celebration. And people are, I downloaded it like two months ago because I heard about the app and I wanted to see news about it. And uh, nobody can download the Star Wars celebration app yet, can they? They do. Um, but it's not a 2019 upgrade oh, yet. Okay. It's still 2017, so okay. they need to update it. Okay, so anyway, it's- Star Celebrate, it's a, you download the app, and then you use this new Lightspeed Lane virtual queuing option, which basically, it's like you're waiting in line, but you're not. You sign in on the queue or something like that. Okay. Um, and then while you're waiting and you're doing other stuff, you get to interact with show features and exhibitors or visit one of the many prize towers located throughout the show for your chance to win prizes. So, like, basically while you're waiting in line because you're in the queue, you get to go around the show floor. Right. And do a which bunch of other so stuff, nice. which I think is awesome. All right. And, and they're also giving us a whole other day, too, to work on the show floor. So that's going to be a lot And this is something I'm really excited about, this next part. Yeah. So you take advantage of the exclusive uh, merchandise pickup by ordering your Star Wars Celebration merchandise through the app. They pick it up. For, they set it aside. You pay for it through your app. And then you just go pick it up. Which so those <laughs> eight, six-hour lines for the Star Wars Celebration yeah. store are now gone. Yeah, they're gonna all be gone, and you can either choose to go through. That's the line, awesome news, or you can guys. Pick it up because I was like disappointed we didn't even get to go in the store. Well, you just do it on your phone, and then you pick yeah. it up. That's going to be awesome. And, and then you get to do all your photo ops and autographic reservations in one place. So which, you get it all on the app. Which, if we decide to do one, we're thinking about doing a couple. But maybe Daisy Ridley for our poster because Mark may not be coming. Ashley Eckstein yeah, sold out. Yeah, I bet sure she has. Oh, that's so, so nice there. Yeah, Paul so Bendy. that's... Now, let's see. I'm going to see if I can find the other... Oh, there's the prize towers, too. He said Yeah, that. so explain what that, how so that works. I, I only know a little bit, but basically they're, they're scattered about the show floor, and you go in and you interact with them somehow, and you have a chance to win, you know, exclusive prizes and stuff. And I think what it also does is when you backtrack a bit when you sign into the app and register your badge you're automatically joined to either the light side or the dark side you don't get to choose that's just what you're you know so that way it keeps it even and then what you do is by doing certain 
things throughout the show floor, you know, interacting with exhibitors, doing the prize thing, I mean, and so on and so forth, they, it gains points for your side, and, you know, whoever, you know, the side wins at the end of the thing, so... Um, I think that's a part of it. I imagine, you know, like Mando Mercs and 501st and stuff. You go to their exhibit and you do something there. It gives you points and stuff. So that's a, a fun thing. Um, so I, they're really amping up the show floor, it seems like. They're they're making... Because uh, the show floor was just something cool to go to and walk just around. just a bunch of cool oh, it was awesome. waiting. It, Yeah, it was awesome, but it was just something like... It was kind of repetitive. It once was, you walk through it once, once you, you walk through it once, it. it's okay. Um... But this, you can do so much stuff. Like, I'm sure that we won't run out of stuff to do. It's like a game. It is. It's just so. like a game. It's kind of like what they're... I think this is kind of a test run for Galaxy Dead. Maybe this is... Yeah, maybe this is the way they're going to queue up the... That's a really... You're so... Man! So smart! I hadn't even thought about that! Don't get cocky! I'm not, I'm not. Maybe they're test running the way that they're going to do the lines at Galaxy's Edge. So you get in a virtual queue through this app, and then you get to go around through Batu and do all these other yeah, things. And then when it's your time, you go up into the to the rides. <laughs> Man, that would make the queue less just sitting you there. You know, waiting you take after line. me. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah, true. It is true. Yeah, all of it. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a little thrown off right now, to be honest. We haven't with you. talked about the lottery yet. We have not talked about the lottery. Well, we're going to talk about that. All right, so fans will be able to use the Lightspeed virtual panel reservations to reserve admission for themselves and any additional tickets they purchase on their original order so, for panels all weekend long at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. So are you saying that, like, families that get their stuff will all be able to, like, enter in at the same time so that families don't get broken apart into different... So the way it's going to work is I, when I purchased our tickets last June for Star Wars Celebration, I purchased Just, all three of them oh at once. So now if I put us in the queue for the episode nine panel to get the celebration it's stage, it puts us all together. So if That's we nice. win, we all go together. It's three seats. Mm. That is nice it. because especially mom was worried for like the yeah, kids like, are five or six. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the from point the of that? Yeah. And it's a really smart way of doing it. And it I'm is. glad that they came up and with it. And yeah. like I said, they the queue for... Galaxies, right. So then, what it says in here is this new panel reservation process will include an advanced lottery for all for all morning panels on Celebration Stage at the Wintrust Arena, as well as the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages, which will be streaming the morning panels live okay, from so the Celebration right. Stage. Why do they call it Twin Sun? Because it's the best episode ever. Of yeah, Marvel. and it wasn't um, that like in 2017. No, it wasn't. It was the. Uh, uh, there was the galaxy stage. There was celebration the stage. celebration stage. There was the behind the scenes stage. Yeah, and that then was, it was like that. that. Yeah. Was so anyway, anyway. Uh, fans will also have the ability to make panel reservations for panels on the galaxy and twin suns stages. So I guess you can make it on all like all three. Or if something. you wanted we'll to put it on each sort we'll of lottery, see. this will provide the opportunity for more fans to enjoy some of our more exciting, most exciting panels, which would have previously required overnight camping and wristbands. And also, I'm pretty sure you've heard this, but that is. It has been completely, yeah, which makes sense. I know people love that experience, and they think that that's so much fun. I get it. It was part of the experience. It's Chicago in April. They don't know what the weather's going to be like, and if there's not a place inside. I was outside in Orlando starting at midnight. It was cold. And, I mean, I wasn't cold, but in Chicago, I'd be dead. 
Right. So you can't do it that way. I mean, way. but the waiting in line in the morning That's the and talking with one. fans, I mean, that was part of the experience. And it was fun. And we met people. I met, you know, you guys were off doing, getting pizza or going to right, the bathroom right. or something. I met Dominic Jones. Like, that's a lot of the fun. Um, oh, am I completely, you know, upset that it's not there anymore? That we can't no. wake up earlier? Right. <laughs> so, so what they're, doing, what they're using and they're talking about, though, is like um, the uh, replacement mm-hmm. for um, the overnight stuff, people staying up overnight, is they're going to be doing things like this multi-fan club bash. Which second, is sold out. What is it? It, so the Manti, it's kind of like called the second Canto Bite, or it's like a Canto Bite. Oh, the Canto kind of, Bite thing. Okay. And uh, Second City is, is a, a comedy show. Yeah, it's a, well, it's famous in Chicago. Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to go to it. No, it's because it's not. I mean, I don't. It wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, but they are doing evening moving screenings and, and oh, things okay. like that. So, um, here's what's interesting, though. It goes on. It says a partial allocation of seating capacity for other panels at the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages will be available for fans to reserve. Admission in advance um, without a lottery. So wait, you could just reserve for that without a chance? They're basically saying? Yeah, without a lottery. So it's just like if if you want to go to a show that's in Galaxy Stage or Twin Sun Stage, it's one of the other shows that are going to go on, like like Ian McDermott or 40 Years of 3PO. You just sign up. It's not a lottery. It's, It's based on who signs up first. So that'll us. probably be like the Rebels panel. Yeah. The Clone Wars Potentially. Panel, I'm hoping so. Panel. And maybe then we'll have already gotten our, our reservation for Rebels panel. Right. Right. Um, in addition to being able to possibly win a panel lottery for the morning panels at Celebration Stage each day, uh, we talked about that. Um, Lightspeed virtual panel reservations, da da da. I'm trying to avoid continuing to read. They do have a podcast stage, university stage, collector stage, fan stage, Star Wars show, live stage. They're all open for the fans and don't require okay. anything. Cool. Um, for all morning panels on the celebration stage at the Winterest Arena, fans should plan to begin arriving at the scheduled arrival times provided to the panel lottery winners. So they're basically going to say, if you win, this is the time you need to arrive. So they're going to be filtering people in in groups mm, uh, based on that. Winners will receive specific instructions and arrival times for the panel lotteries that they win. Early arrivals will not be accommodated. There will be no standby line for the fi- first panels of the day on the celebration stage as we anticipate that they will be at full capacity well in advance for the of the show. Panel reservations are not necessary for panels on the celebration stage after each morning panel concludes. Uh, celebration stage at the Wintrust Arena will not be cleared between panels. So if you're in the top panel and you want to stay for the next thing, you can stay. Interesting. Oh, nice. Fans are free to stay in their seats all day or move to new seats as other fans depart. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, panel lotteries. Let's talk about how that, that works. Uh, there will be an advanced panel lottery for all morning panels on the celebration stage at the Wintrust Arena and the streaming of the morning panels to the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages. This gives more fans the opportunity to secure a seat at our highest demand panels. Fans will have the ability to enter lotteries for multiple panels at the same time. If a panel lottery is won, the winning fan would be given an entitlement to reserve their admission into that specific panel on the Star Wars Celebration mobile app or Celebration website. Any remaining unclaimed admissions after the lottery period ends would be open for non-lottery advanced panel reservations on the mobile app. Celebration websites and on-site kiosks for fans that did not previously win a panel lottery. 
Okay. Jedi Master VIPs are not able to enter any panel lotteries as they already have reserved seats for all panels <laughs> on the celebration stage. We're not Jedi Master not VIPs because those are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they were. That was crazy. They sold out in like two seconds. Uh, keep reading. You guys talk about this while I read and see what I need to talk about. So what do you guys think about this so far? I really think that, I mean, it's chance and all that kind of stuff. You have to leave it to luck, which kind of fits Han Solo. Um... But I really like the idea of not having to wait in lines that long. Because it'll open up. I'm pretty sure I heard it'll open up around 8 or 6 or somewhere around there. The the show floor and all that kind of stuff will open up so that you get to spend most of the time there. Get in your line or whatever they're going to do for it. And so that you can just spend time at Celebration, not spend time in lines. Okay. This is um, important. Go Hold ahead. on, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. This Just is important. So they're going to open up the registration for the lotteries on Thursday of next week, a week from today, March 28th. Hey, Rick Valonavis. Birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Rick. Um, and they will close them on Wednesday, April 3rd. As long as you get your badge and you register it before the close of it on April 3rd, you're included in the lottery. Your time that you register, the date that you register has no bearing on it. This is the window of period of time. So it's not like we have to sit there and they, they open it up on Thursday at midnight and we have to be there ready to register right then. So this is the only time that you can register. For so you got that lottery. week period to get into the registry. Okay. And then after April 3rd, they will select based on the lottery. So that's actually, that's a and lot fairer than I was, I was worrying about the way that, that was going to work. I and if we it. don't get our badges, which I'm sure we're going to get them no, we really will. soon, we can just use our confirmation numbers to sign in those. Yeah, but they haven't, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. It says all panel lottery winners must clean their reservation before midnight central time on April 5th. So you win by like probably April 4th. So wait. You have you to can, claim it by April 5th. You can reserve the episode 9 panel, the Mandalorian, the Phantom Menace, all the panels you want. Yes. At one time. Yes. Okay. On each stages, which I think we should do, like all the stages that we can, so that we're almost guaranteed to get into that panel. Okay. I, I'm still, I just, it still doesn't sit right with me. Because... Then it's up to pure luck that if you get in or not. That's it. I Before, get where you're coming it was, from. You sacrificed your time and got it. I think that there's there's an element of naivete in what you're saying. And let me explain why. First of all, we didn't get into anything but the Rebels panel on Celebration Stage in 2017 and we were waiting in line as early as 4 a.m. on Thursday and as early I was in waiting I was waiting in line as early as midnight on for the last Jedi panel on the uh, uh, on Saturday or Friday morning so the reality is I was there we were there crazy hours and we didn't get in so you have to literally, you, back in 2017, you had to be in line by 5 or 6 in the evening and sleep all night on the concrete floor. And then they had chaos. Remember all the chaos with people that were like cutting in and getting in with other spots and people that waited all night long? There was like 400 people in front of us for the last Jedi panel that were waiting in line all night long. And didn't get into the celebration stage. If that's random, is random. But what happened in Orlando wasn't fair. That was random. Is fair. Mm -hmm. Everybody has the same shot. If you have little kids, you can't camp all night. You don't have a shot. 
If you, you know, if, if, you're, if it's your first time and you don't know what to expect. If you expect, don't know, you don't have a shot uh, at it. So I feel like at least at this point, everybody, we, and then the other thing is, you know, you don't spend hours waiting for a panel and then, and then don't get in. Mm-hmm. You know, you get at least, you, you know, we'll know before we you get on the plane down. to go to right. Chicago. We're going to this, we're going to this, we're going to this, we're going to this. We didn't get this, but we're going to go here for this. Mm-hmm. We get to have the biggest experience possible mm-hmm. for the whole five and, days that and we're like there. And like Nathan was saying, you can reserve all the other panels, like say an overflow. Yeah. Panel. And you don't, if you get in for the main panel, you can, I was worried because what if you reserve all these panels, and right? You, you know, for all. you get, you get the morning panels in the main stage. And you've also reserved a spot in the overflow panels. Well, then you're taking up someone's spot in the overflow panel. But then I realized if you reserve them all at the same time, you get – and you get the morning panel, you'll know, okay, I have the morning panel. I don't need right. this. So, so, so JG – you know, we've been talking about JG Carson. JG's been on watching on our Patreon-exclusive Facebook page um, the live, like, behind-the-scenes version of right, this recording. Right. And he's commenting over here um, on it right now. And he says – you know, he's talking about how Alex Damon um, does a video about his recap from Orlando and how frustrated he was because he waited all night long for the last Jedi panel and didn't get in. He was part of that group. Right. So was Dominic Jones. He was in that same group. These are guys that were there all night. They were in line at 4 p.m. on Thursday, giving up all of the stuff in the rest of the, sh- the, the convention that Just night, sleeping all night long and didn't get in. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. What we get to do is we get to know where we're at. And you can get dis- you get disappointed, you get disappointed. You Let's go to the hours. go to the show floor, stand around by Andy and Anthony at, at the Star Wars uh show stage mm-hmm. and watch the trailer and spend time with fans That's and be with fans part. instead of sitting on on the floor. I'm more excited about this today than I was yesterday because I feel like in the end we are going to experience more of Star Wars celebration yes. this year I was, than we experienced before. I, Remember all those those times they were showing the original trilogy, the movies at night? Yeah. yeah. And we were so either exhausted from trying to get up in the at the you know the crack of dawn the Book day before or being up all night or having to get up the next morning that we didn't go to any of those experiences yeah. because we were so exhausted. We're not going to have that problem this Let's year. Let's just go. Let's yeah. just spend time at Star Wars Celebration. We're spending hundreds it's- of dollars a day for a hotel room and we're not going to be sleeping on a concrete floor outside the convention site. Right. I think it's going to be great. So, uh, cool. Show floor. Oh, yeah. This is just really cool. They've got some cool stuff that they put up. Um, so um, I haven't even given our tips yet. I know. Well, we did a little bit. We've been talking about tips in here. Yeah, here, here's one of my tips. Just have fun. Did you guys see the exclusives? I guess be unique. You saw the exclusives. <laughs> Talk about the exclusives. Oh, I don't think Sam's had a chance to see it yet. So Sammy hasn't seen it, but they're releasing these two figures, a Kenobi and Maul from Episode 1 in the... In the original Maul package. In the original yeah. Kenner packaging kind of stuff. Like, like that. Like that, what we have. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, if you're watching on the video there, JG, we got it right there. Who is that? That's Senator Palpatine. And so they have those, but they're Black Series six-inch figures inside of their 20th 20th anniversary uh, Phantom Menace celebration exclusives. Then they and if you scroll down, they show pictures of them posing. Those are amazing. Those are amazing. And then they have this kind of like head statue, like you would see in the Jedi Temple Lego. Of Darth Vader's head. I uh, know what I'm getting. Yeah, I, I, I 
Like I said before, I'm going going broke at this place. (laughs) At the Star Wars Underworld uh, post, I said... They got these really cool blue chrome chrome uh, Funko Pops. Looks like cobalt. It does. And then they have uh, exclusive Darth Maul and Watto. Oh, nice. Of Funko Pops. Very cool. They're probably going to add a ton more stuff. Very, very cool. Very cool. Very awesome. I'm excited. All right, so tips. If you could give one big tip... Samuel the Hutt, mm. tips to our our listeners and our viewers about how to make the most out of Star Wars Celebration. Just, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Just ex- be there and experience it. I mean, don't worry about, oh man, I didn't make it to the panel. My, You know, the whole experience is ruined. No, it's not. The panels were awesome for me. I loved the panels. But that wasn't the experience for me. The experience was, honestly, it was the show floor. It was seeing the fandom. That people, you know, the the, the fan-made stuff. All the collectibles. Yeah. I mean, that was fandom. That was like Star Wars Honestly, uh, Celebration. I still so, have those Ewoks from Celebration. Yeah, yeah. you got I mean, yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. Don't worry so much about the panels or the meetups or whatever. Just experience Don't create it. stress around it. Right. Just go and have fun. And Just let things fun. lead you to, to things that you didn't experience or you didn't know that you were going to experience. Right, right. You know, that was, uh, you yeah. know, and then what about you, Sam? I don't want to steal any, your, what you were going to say. If you I said. was just going to say, like, the tip that I gave a few minutes ago, just have fun. Don't worry about getting into the panels. Don't worry about any of that stuff. You're I here mean, to try have... to get into the panels. Yes, try oh, yeah. to. But don't, but don't let that ruin yeah, your day. Don't let that ruin your day. Don't start worrying about them. Don't be like, okay, well... This whole trip was for nothing. I didn't get to go to the Clone Wars panel. Clone Wars panel. Don't worry about that. You get to sh- experience the show floor and all these other panels and the podcast stage panel. Those are fun. Yeah, I, I would say my biggest piece of advice is um, this is not just about seeing the trailer to episode nine no. and the first episode no. of season seven of clone wars and the Mandalorian and all that. And if you get those opportunities, take advantage of them. They're awesome. Uh, but this is about, you're going to spend four or five days. If you're going to be there for the whole thing, one day, you know, or two, if you can only be there for a few with your people, yeah, with people that love something as much as you do. Cause this is not the same experience as New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con. No, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, we we walked around Comic. We didn't actually go to Comic Con, but we walked around it, and it was like, yeah, I don't know if I would want to come to this. No, because you can't relate to everyone. No, because there are people that are there for Marvel. There are people that are there for yeah, Comic Con, DC, right? Com- DC, anime, whatever, oh, any anything number of that things. you can think of. They're there for just that. Like you can't experience the same thing as just a Star Wars experience Mm -hmm. just with everybody you know that people are there just for star wars right even though they may dress up in a deadpool costume or a spock costume that's just star trek that's just this is this is star they're there for star wars yeah i i think that's it uh hydrate yes yes drink drink lots of water bring some snacks Um, fortunately you're going to be in a situation where i think you're going to be waiting in line much less than previous celebrations i think it's going to be great they have a food court in the south building (laughs) you'd be raised really excited about the i just just, no i just i'm just happy that we're not going to be eating personal pizza from every meal papa john literally i think it was like every meal i can literally remember the locations that we use use location and the Show floor in the back corner. Yeah, exactly. One over by yeah. the uh, Q line, right next okay. to yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, so um, hydrate. 
Um, don't worry about having to wait in line so much. Um, keep your eyes open because there's going to be some crazy stuff happening. You'll see a bunch of the guys that, uh, I don't remember what the character's name is off the top of my head right now, but the one from uh, cloud city that's running with the ice cream machine, you may see 400 of them, uh, walk down. What's it? Will row hood. Will row hood. Yeah. You may see 400 will row hoods, uh, start walking down the floor. Um, you're going to see little girls, you might see a little random lightsaber fight. I don't know. Yeah. You're going to see little girls. You may dressed. see Dave Filoni. Yeah. Out. You, you might walk in down the floor and see some guy that looks like Dave Filoni, but without a hat and realize, wait, that, that is Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni without a hat. And you get to talk with him for a few seconds and get a photo with him. He was trying to get to the, what the heroines of star Wars. Panel. Yeah. He was going to a panel, um, anyway, anyway. but he stopped and talked with us for like three minutes. It was awesome. Um, You'll see little girls dressed like Jin handing handing out data cards to anyone dressed like Princess Leia. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll see some of the most amazing things. And on amazing cosplay. On one day, not sure which day yet, but one day uh, you're going to see a giant inflated uh, BB-8 and a giant inflated Jabba the Hutt and some guy in a crazy. Jedi costume walking around. And if you do stop us, uh, we want to talk with you. We want to meet you. Uh, we can't believe, um, that we're going back to celebration. I'm like, I'm actually freaking emotional right now, uh, to think about not just going to celebration, but that some of you guys that are listening to this, that have been listening like JG, I get to meet you and we get to sit down and have some pizza and talk about life um, not just Star Wars and get to meet mm-hmm. and um, hang out with friends that we didn't even know we had um, that we've uh, been listening that have been listening to our podcast and meet people that we've met before see them again like yeah. Dominic and Alex and Molly and Steele and and uh, meet Jason Ward from making Star Wars and we probably you know, run into Matt Martin and thank him for giving us a tour of Lucasfilm a lot right. of those people and just didn't know them or yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, re- I'm really excited uh, about all of that. Go have a blast. Relax. Have fun. Don't get worked up. Don't ye- don't yell at anybody that's yeah. working and clap there. when the queue line bar falls. if fall. the queue line bar falls, make sure you applaud them. Anything else? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, Disney potentially interested in Ewok's project for streaming... Service. I got a bad feeling about this. Why do you have this? a bad feeling? <laughs> I know, that was Han Solo. He doesn't like the Ewoks. They tried to eat him. They, That's true. Well, then they didn't. They didn't eat him, though. No. And and Leia liked him, so he had to. I guess so. Um, yeah, I, hey, I'm bring excited. it on. Do it right. As long do as it right. doesn't look creepy, like the Ewoks not being able to blink in the extra movies, the Caravan of Courage and all that. They couldn't blink, and it was really creepy. Um, <laughs> as long as that's not the case. Yeah, I mean, you seen the gif of that of, the, of Wicket, like. No, you know they couldn't blink in the original trilogy, right? Well, I don't know. They right? had to de- digitally insert blinks. Well, they didn't digitally insert them into the other movies. No. Apparently, the budget was less, so I'm I'm cool with it. But any new Star Wars is good. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a surprise panel for this. Yeah, you think so? Throw it in there. Oh yeah. Uh, Disneyland selects 1,400 employees for grand opening of Star Wars Galaxy. Sorry, have you guys seen the, the video that they put out of them, like, telling the employees individually, like, they'd go to them and no. tell them that they got the job? Huh. That they're, they're already Disney employees. Right. And they've been selected to work in Galaxy's Edge. Did you, you ever see the video of that? No. It's really awesome. 
I, I would freak out. They're flipping mind. I would lose my flipping mind. They get the chance to be a part of that crew. I want to work there. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Lucasville Games is not developing new Star Wars titles. They changed their logo this week, and somebody got a video, a screenshot of it, and everybody started freaking out that Lucasfilm Games was going to start doing taking over for EA and all this other stuff. And then Matt Martin was kind of like, no, Lucasfilm Games has always worked directly with EA. There's no change to it. Um, this is all much ado about nothing, which is, generally speaking, um, what Star Wars fandom is, is all sure. about. There's much ado about nothing. So. Sure. Yeah. So, anyway, well, listen, uh, we got our, our poll for next week. should just be really simple. It's going to be interesting. This one's going to be interesting. Yeah, I have a feeling I know what it is. What are your thoughts about the Star Wars Celebration panel lottery and queue process? Awesome, which I'm on the awesome I am category. Too. Cautiously optimistic. I think that's you, Sam. Yeah. Yep. Not happy at all. That's, that's a lot be, of Twitter and that's Facebook be today. The big one. And then other comment below. So we want to hear about that. I think it's going to be great. I'm going in there with a good attitude. I'm going in there with uh, expectation that I'm going to have the best Star Wars celebration I've ever had. And well, so that would be by fun. golly, that's going to happen. So. Anyway. All right. Do or do not. There is no track. So thank you guys for listening and watching on YouTube, if that's what you're doing. Um, I appreciate that. We love the fact that you guys want to hear us geek out about going to Star Wars Celebration. Maybe you picked up information about Star Wars Celebration that will help you have a better experience. Um, of course, we love uh, everything that you guys do. Comment on it, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, give us a review on Spotify uh, if you haven't done that yet. Even if you've given us one on iTunes, go over to Spotify and give us one. If you uh, have um, uh, not given us one on iTunes, give us one there too. That would be really f tremendous. Um, if you want to watch us and see all the, the dirty underbelly of Tatooine Sons, then you have to be a Patreon supporter. So go to patreon.com backslash Tatooine Sons. Um, you'll get exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff at Celebration and a lot of other stuff, including when we do these recordings. You get to watch us on Facebook Live in our exclusive secret uh, patreon only group um and there's no editing uh, on that one and it's pretty ugly um so you got that and it's a lot of fun actually and you get to chat with us so you can actually be a part of the show which we think is awesome too so make sure uh you do that and hopefully we'll be able to make sure you guys know about it sooner those of you that are patreon uh, supporters, uh, subscribe. Did I say that? Yes. I said review, but subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Spreaker, Black Talk Radio, Anchor, YouTube, you YouTube. Know. Where else? Spotify. Uh, and uh, basically, if you're listening to a podcast, whatever you're listening to, it on subscribe. That's uh, <laughs> that's how you do that. All right, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I can't think of anything else. Anything else you guys want to say? May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you, always. This party's over. I like that Wookiee. Don't get technical with me. Oh, please. 